1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Hello again. Welcome back to The Bachelor Podcast. My name is Ryan Jones, joined as always by our Bachelor expert, Katie Wait. Hello, Katie. Hello. Today is a big day. I'm not talking about fantasy suites. I'm talking about your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. The Bachelor is so important to you that in the middle of your birthday celebration, You want to get on a a video call with me and talk about all things Bachelor.
1: I just couldn't wait to talk about last (laughs) night's episode. Best way to spend the birthday.
2: That's it. Well, well, happy birthday, 21 forever.
1: Yeah, thank you.
2: I hope you have plenty of adult beverages this evening. Um, I'm sure you needed some to get through last night's episode. So two nights in a row. That's the plan. Okay. Well, uh, Fantasy Sweets Week, unlike most years where you sort of just jump in, to this big to-do, or little to-do, whatever, is uh, had this conversation between Matt and his father. Not surprisingly, it was very uh, divisive if you were following along on social media, which, big shock. I mean, again, that's what social media is for. But everything from, it should have never been aired, they're taking advantage of Matt, they're taking advantage of his father, they're taking advantage of the situation, whatever you want, to, this is something we need to see because it's what we heard about from from day one of being raised basically by his mother alone for most of his life and how that's impacted how he's approached relationships and that's we heard a ton of that on last night's episode
1: 50 50 on if it should have been aired or not i think they did take advantage of matt a little bit because he's so new to all of this i think he's just like doing whatever they say we knew from the beginning about all of his issues and problems with his dad in the past so for that to come full circle and to see ultimately them making up um, or starting the process to make up, I thought it was good to see and relatable too.
2: Matt, as this was airing last night, put out a, a three, three tweet statement, if you will. Tonight's convo with my dad was hard to experience and it's just as hard to watch all this time later, especially knowing the world is watching me. I just wanted to say that too often we see dangerous stereotypes and negative depictions of black fathers in media, and they have consequences when presented without context. All I hope is that people watch that conversation with nuanced care and also an understanding that there are real systematic issues at play. I'm so proud of myself for being vulnerable, and I'm so proud of my mother. I wouldn't be who I am without my dad. That's a fact. And even in that statement, there's a lot to take out of there because clearly he he doesn't feel any regret for having the conversation or yeah. making the progress that he did with his father. But there is, I think, a little bit of questioning, okay, is that something that needed to be shown? SHOWN TO EVERYONE. Exactly. And watching it, I didn't even think about that. And that's the, the perfect example, I think, of how we all need to continue to be educated. And you know, I'm just watching this as a, you know, obviously just a white guy watching The Bachelor, and I'm thinking, oh, this is important to the story of what right. we heard from Matt all this time. And then you hear how Matt sees it now, and and a lot of people see it in a completely different light, obviously, of perpetuating these stereotypes that are out there. There's just so much out there that a lot of us don't think about. I think that's something that a lot of us can use as an important lesson here, because just because you see something and you think nothing of it doesn't mean it's nothing. Reading about this from people, obviously led by Matt and then Rachel and so many Lindsay, Um, so many Mm -hmm. important people within the the Bachelor universe and beyond. Yeah, I mean, watching it, I thought it was important. But then when I sat back, I thought, like, this is the conversation he needed to be had, but I don't think we needed to see it.
1: I agree. And it was different from other sit downs that we've seen because I actually felt like for the first time in a while (laughs) that, like, this wasn't really scripted. It honestly felt like a legit conversation and that we were just watching Matt talk to his dad like 99.9% of all the conversations I feel we see you you know exactly like this is so scripted and this is that is ridiculous <laughs> but I actually felt like this conversation was we were just watching the two of them kind of hash it out
2: yeah and I do think it gave us some important insight to what Matt is going through now because if he would have just got into all of these conversations and the last three dates and talk about how, well, part of the reason why I can't or haven't in the past been able to really look towards a future and, and engagement and marriage is because of this relationship with my father and then say, Oh, but I talked with him and we're, you know, we're on the road to recovering that relationship. And obviously everything isn't hunky dory, but I want him a part of my life and, It's a start. It's a start. That's a perfect way to put it. But if we saw that in all three dates, like I do understand some of the producers thinking of, well, if he's going to tell all these three women, like this is going to be a big part of each of their dates about Mm -hmm. this conversation, do we have to show it? And again, I wouldn't have now that I know what I know and and hearing from from different people. But I do understand producers saying, listen, he's talking to all three of these women about this conversation how can we not show the conversation?
1: Right, unlike all those dates they withheld from us. Yeah, exactly. It,
2: yeah, that's a great point. And would be, I think, the argument for n- them feeling they need to show it. Clearly, they have no issue holding things back. They easily could have let it, left it on the floor, and I think that would have been more fair, certainly, to Matt and his father. Matt has shared certain amounts of what had gone on, but, I mean, does the country need to know that he had went on to start families? Plural? Yeah. I don't Mm. think so. No. We can empathize with everything that Matt and his mother and his brother went through being in a single parent household without needing to know the exact specifics of this individual person and how they lived their life after the family broke up. Yeah. And the father clearly had no idea why he was there. As he said, he thought he he was just there to like pop bottles, shoot some pool like you did with Tyler. Like, no, 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 no. This, This is not...
1: This is what actually you're... all about you. <laughs> yeah.
2: and Surprise. Uh, you could tell right away, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Ultimately, it was an important conversation. Clearly needed to have this moment. And we can all discuss on either sides whether we needed to see it or if we could have just been told of it.
1: I'm glad Matt knew that his dad was coming, though. I- I'm glad he wasn't blindsided.
2: <laughs> that would have been ten times worse. Oh, my Lord.
1: Yeah, that would have been terrible. <laughs> Maybe his idea, or maybe the producers ran a buy him, or either way. Like, I'm glad he ju- didn't just show up and he was... Because if he was blindsided and mad about it, then this conversation might have not even happened.
2: Because right off the top, Matt had said, like, there's something I need to do, and that's have a conversation yeah. with my father. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I get that. Like we said, it's, it's split, but I can understand, like, maybe, guys, maybe we just leave this one on the floor and he can talk to the women about it himself. And that's all the details we need as the viewer. Yes. Um, But I'm, listen, glad that they're, they're talking again. And seemingly Matt said he wants him in his life in his kids' lives, whenever that happens to be all the best to them for sure. And I hope this is addressed somewhat on after the final rose.
1: Yes, I do too. If they still have this type of relationship of moving forward, or if it kind of just, he got on TV and that was it. That's kind of the end. It can really go either way. So it'll be interesting to see.
2: Listen, was it fair Mm -hmm. that this was on TV? Like, do you feel like the producers misled you about what this was going to be? I don't know. That's information that I think we're going to get out of after the final rose, if they decide to address it or just focus on the issues with uh, the now final two Rachel. But now we get to the actual fantasy dates of the fantasy suite week. Michelle and Matt kick things off. Gross or sexy the No Dutch gross spot. Gross. You <laughs> need to get it out. It's just No, it up it's
1: net. gross. And like not even the treat well, I mean the treatments were gross, but the sound effects that they left in were not necessary. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs>
2: Well, so Katie, yeah, but,
1: but poor Rachel. I mean, Michelle, like she thought it was going to be like an actual
2: spa, spa day. like fun day. Well, spa. Katie gets a spa day, and she gets Tyler. Michelle yeah. gets a spa day, and she gets oatmeal and milk. Yeah, and but
1: even Katie, like she didn't even get the spa day. Like yeah, at she least had she to got, sit in a closet.
2: Right, but at least she got
1: Tyler. True. I mean. Come on, True.
2: that's way better than like some gross oatmeal foot bath. Yes,
1: it's and just that. Oh,
2: yeah, and we never really got the full explanation of what was even in the the milk. Like, <laughs> they just said it was like milk consistency.
1: Oh, stop.
2: Um, it. And then, I mean, I'm all down for massages, but like, just like full <laughs> pads of butter,
1: <laughs> like. Like, no, thank you.
2: You got quarter of a stick, and you get quarter of a stick. And,
1: and, and like, uh, Michelle was, like, trying to make it, like, sensual and, like, but it was, like, it's butter. It's, <laughs> like, you can't hide the fact that it's just butter. <laughs> it's
2: gross. Mmm, it smells like a bakery in here, which, I mean, to me is sexy, but whatever, that's just me. Uh, I, thought, I, I thought it was interesting that he singled out her parents as being the most comfortable of any of the the four that he met last week, that yes. that's who he was most comfortable talking to. I thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, that was definitely, a, I mean, a good thing for him to say. Like, it definitely gave off vibes of, I hate to say the validation word, yes, but <laughs> validation. Um, but I, I thought that they had a really – like, a really good a really good date and a really strong connection watching them. Like, I know I said this about Matt talking to his his dad, too, but I, I felt like I was watching a real date. Like, it yeah. wasn't a TV show. Like, the other ones, Brie uh, Bri and Rachel, I felt like I was watching The Bachelor. Like, just a random <laughs> um, reality show. But Michelle, and it felt like that with when she was doing when she had the date with Zooming with her kids too. Um, like I felt like we were just watching a real date and not necessarily a reality show.
2: Yeah. And, you know, Michelle talked about how, you know, her parents obviously have been together for over 30 years and it's, uh, you know, gives you that idea of like, Oh, I want to strive for that. And um, it was, I liked hearing from her that, 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 just because your experience was different, like your experience bringing what you bring to the table with your mother raising you, um, mm-hmm. like is just as important to this, you know, relationship than me and my parents of thirty years that were quote unquote perfect and you know everything's still great. Looking for ways to continue to to fall in love and all that stuff, right? Um, you know, for her to be aware that it's like everything you need, everything to like what, what makes us is everything. It's not just, Oh, well, let's just focus on, I have the quote unquote, right. Parents like, right. No, no, no. Both both are important.
1: Yeah. It makes who you, who you are. And I thought it was, it was a real conversation when she said, um, you know, people talk about falling in love and being in love, but what about staying in love? And that's just as important as, you know this whole falling in love with these crazy, like crazy dates and like all these. Cra- um, well, I don't want to say nice places because they're <laughs> in one place, but um, these really over the top dates and everything. Like, what about staying in love like ten years after? Yeah, that's something they we're at this show could certainly <laughs> Yeah, yes.
2: And you know, it's very similar to what we see, not just you know every six months on this show. But we see it all the time when you know actors start dating on the set and then it once it's not exciting and you're in the middle of this you know all the spotlights on you mm-hmm. then you how do you keep doing it you know once yeah. you're once you're away from that and as we've seen this show has that's one of its biggest you know non-important because obviously they have deeper issues that that we need to address but in in this yes talking about relationships and keeping people together or getting people to stay together clearly they've not found a way to to meet in the middle of okay we get people that can feel a connection but a lot of them end very quickly.
1: that's just another point in the we need to work on this call
2: yeah and you know michelle you know does you know say listen i'm ready to be engaged um all that and unfortunately matt you know when she says not only just falling in love with you but i'm in love with you and then thank you for telling me that like yeah uh, delivered that to two of the three women this week and not that's, that's rough and um, not a good look i think that tells us pro- probably all we need to know um yeah. you know if you feel for michelle in the moment obviously at the time she's just thinking, well, he's not going to say it to anybody. So we're all good.
1: Classic.
2: Uh, um, (laughs) Classic is right. Uh, Whoops. That's not the case at all, Michelle. And of course, obviously all three chose the overnight date. Then you have her do the walk back to the hotel. And this is another thing we just need to get rid of. And I hope it was just them (laughs) being lazy during quarantine with both the bachelorette and the bachelor. Can we not have the, the the final three just hanging out and chatting after each of their overnight after, dates? We-
1: after the walk of shame. <laughs> yeah. Can we just not do no. that? So uncomfortable. Uh, and just- But that's, that's the exact moment that, which, I mean, definitely in this episode, where the others start spiraling. Really. Like, this was, I, I mean, really right before Michelle got her date card was when Rachel... Uh, Brie did pretty good. Brie was just kind of just like there. Um, But Rachel, that was when she was like, oh, he's with other women. This is the hardest week
2: and they're going to spend a night together. And this is my worst nightmare. Or also (laughs) the show.
1: Yeah. What you signed up for, literally.
2: And as we love to say around here, is this your first day? This is The Bachelor. Or the bachelorette. I don't know if everyone
1: just thinks like they're it's never going to affect them, or I don't know, but it affects you, and then you you look ridiculous because you know that that's yeah. that's and what you're getting into. I think we all understand, of course, if
2: you're dating someone, even within the bachelor, you don't want to think about them going off and having sex with someone else, obviously. Yeah. I, but yeah, I would hope not. At the same time, you would hope that that's something that you make peace Have with very over because guess what, no matter what, like very rarely do we not see all three of these dates happen. You know, this is not uh, unless you're going to get Colton as your, your bachelor, you're almost yeah. always going to get three of these dates. Now it doesn't mean all three, you right. know, as we, you know, even cause you know, Nick had talked about um, with when he had Rachel in the fantasy suite of, he had already made up his mind that Rachel was not going to be the one. Mm-hmm. So he basically got her drunk so that she'd pass out, like with the st- like yeah. crew. No, stick around. Let's have drinks. Let's party some more. Yeah. And so they didn't end up doing anything, and that was basically his way of like, I don't want to, I don't want to a turn her down and be rude yeah. at the same time. I also don't want to take advantage of her. So like, let's just find a way around doing something. To make it
1: fun. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like we could still have a good time and. I don't have to tell her that she's not the one before we get down to the the final. Um, But Matt clearly wasn't going to do that. And most don't. Um, So for Rachel to just, you know, I'm nauseous and I, Oh my God, I don't think, you know, I can do this. Mm -hmm. Just. ah,
1: You knew this was coming.
2: (sighs) I guess, and and we'll get to I guess Rachel in a second. Unfortunately, but um,
1: literally a second, it, literally <laughs> a
2: second is right. So,
1: <laughs> listen,
2: Bree is a wonderful woman, and mm-hmm. um, again, we don't know a ton about her. We don't really know a ton about anybody other than Michelle, and even her, we don't know a ton about. But that's who mm-hmm. we know the most about. Uh, they decide to go camping, and she's convinced but the for, least like,
1: outdoorsy person on the show. It,
2: yeah, and we. She thinks for about a second that oh, this is going to be our fantasy suite. Is we're going to have to be in a sleeping bag, mm-hmm. uh, which would have been peak quarantine bachelor because them just saying like, listen, guys, we we can only reserve so many uh, of these suites yeah. here. They got to prepare them. This show's almost over. They're bringing people in. We got to keep some of
1: these yeah. some yeah. of these
2: fancy suites ready for uh, for real customers that are coming in. in and I week,
1: really so. thought at at one point I was like they're not going to let her stay in this tent. (laughs) (laughs) This better Uh, not be the end. (laughs)
2: And, you know, Brie basically said a lot of the same things as Michelle. Like let's, um, you know, let's get engaged. Let's do it. Um, Mm -hmm. And she was the only one though, that asked Matt if he wanted to get engaged. Now she didn't say specifically to her, but obviously that's what she meant.
1: Yeah. I think she was a little bit, more aggressive than Michelle with it um i mean definitely by asking him she asked you know how close are you actually to getting engaged at the end of this um and he, after matt's answer you could tell that before maybe talking to his dad he maybe wasn't ready for <laughs> an engagement at all like he really needed to have this talk with his dad to to get to the point where he's at now. Um, but he said, you know, after ta- having a conversation with my dad earlier, I'm much closer to to being ready for an engagement at the end of this. And he, so he didn't really say like, yes, I'm, he I'm did 100% not answer the ready. Question. Um, I'm 100% ready. Like, let's do this, but you're not the one.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, and maybe that's why he didn't answer the question. Exactly, I was just thinking... Um, that it was actually about maybe not being ready to be engaged. But yeah, I, I guess I should have met, read it more as, well, he doesn't want to tell it's her. not you. <laughs> yeah. So it's not even just answering about the engagement question, but more specifically engaged to her.
1: Yeah. Well, she, you know, she was like, I'm, well, I'm a hundred percent ready. So basically like, let's go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, yes, but no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, Brie um, got the same uh, the same response when it was, you know, spilling everything out. That I'm ready for an engagement. I'm in love with you. Oh my god, it's it's a great feeling yeah. when people say <sighs> that. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, and, and that was it.
2: <laughs> that was it. Even though uh, word of the night uh, interrupted, uh, uninterrupted, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. uninterrupted time, they uh are so looking forward to that. Which obviously, you're gonna use code words for having sex, okay? Uninterrupted yes. time, at least so we all can just use it's that going forward. a classy
1: way to do it, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, so we can just use that going forward now, anytime, and be like, so honey, um, think we uh can fit in some uninterrupted time, or <laughs> if it's good enough for Matt James, it's good enough for me, yeah. Uh, and meanwhile. Back at the hotel, Rachel's still freaking out. Um, She doesn't know
1: she's on The Bachelor.
2: Yeah, she's breaking down. And this is where if I'm Matt, and listen, we start off a conversation with if I'm Matt, there's a lot. (laughs) A lot that I'm happy about. But one thing I'm not is every, every date, not just these final three, final four, final five, every date at the beginning the person is so excited. Oh, my God. This is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> we're going to have a great time. Now we're down to the final Cut three. Hi, to Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Bon, 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 bon. Hi, Matt. Yeah, I guess we're going to have a great day. Let's she, go.
1: Yeah. She just moped all the way. That, and that was the longest walk like, ever. Send her home so, right like,
2: there. What are you doing? Uh, like don't we talk about red home. flags all the time.
1: <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, if he if she wasn't sent home after that, she's not going home <sighs> alone. She's not going home alone. It's just well,
2: I think ultimately she will. But
1: well, yeah. I mean, in I'm, the I'm end, I'm just in the I'm, end.
2: I'm saying the same thing at the TV as I'm watching this. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what are you? How do you not see that and just say, okay, do says
1: goodbye. Yeah. She looks like she'd rather be literally anywhere else. Seriously. With Matt.
2: like She looked like she was in pain and you're like, all right, this is going to be a great day. And to, to his credit, he, you know, as he always has done throughout the season is talking about, is really just being wholly empathetic and like, I can, I can Mm -hmm. tell that something's on her heart and I want her to share it with me. Now, I don't think he meant, you know, in the middle of, um, (laughs) in the middle of making like (laughs) pottery, but. um, Like maybe the
1: entire walk to the pottery class, maybe would have been a good time.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I like how the teacher is saying, you know, these are like a relationship. You have to, you know, have a strong base and build your way up. And then right on cue, Rachel's just like, okay, (laughs) I know. Like she failed pottery class. We we say this a lot about the editors of this show, but talk about perfection of from that line to her just like completely messing up. Yeah, at that point, Um, yeah, that
1: was a great edit.
2: (laughs) Foreshadowing alert party of, Two, I guess. Um, Or one. Or one. And so (laughs) she decides to stop the ghost date and say, no, we need to have this conversation now. um, Because she apparently didn't want to spend the rest of the date looking like someone stole her dog or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Clearly, she hears what she needed to hear. And unfortunately for all of us, what I don't think any of us wanted to hear, which was him basically, yeah, we're all good. You're...
1: Well, and he keeps bringing up that skydiving moment, which like, <laughs> like you keep bringing up of like her almost dying, like all the time. But this that moment must have really shown him something. I don't know how.
2: You know, so rarely in this this sort of situation where you think about like the importance of order. And not just with roses, but especially once you get to fantasy suites. Mm -hmm. And there's never a good reason for telling someone why they're not the first one. And or even you're not the second one, even. This is probably the only time someone had a good excuse for saying you're three of three. So you're like, you're not sloppy seconds, you're sloppy thirds. And it's because, oh, I was giving you time to recover, which she thought was a joke. And he said, No, I'm serious. I wanted to give you as much time as possible. I wanted
1: to give you just that extra two days.
2: Yes. And said, Believe it or not, and I don't know if I do, but it's a great reason.
1: Yeah. I mean, how often
2: do people almost die on this show? It's, I mean, you have twice the season, which is, you know, but in general, it doesn't happen often. So. For him to be able to say like, "Oh, remember when you almost died? Yeah, I thought I'd give you a little time to recover
1: from that." And I think like that's the moment where I fell in love with you <laughs> when you almost he, died when and you did he a bruised your entire it. body.
2: Remember when the producer fixed your hair before letting you see an EMT? <laughs> yeah, that's that's when uh, that's when I was all in.
1: That's when I knew.
2: And oh, my God. The, listen, the flip switched with uh, with her right away. Um, all of a sudden, it's, um, oh, my God, I'm head over heels. Couldn't be happier.
1: I um, can't decide if I'm, like, really excited for next week to see how this all pans out or if I'm, like, anxious.
2: <laughs> I'm definitely... I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I'm definitely anxious m- more on that side, only because... I think it's Rachel and it's just going to pain me to watch it be Rachel. Yeah. Um, and even <laughs> you can't ever really say this, but even like the racism aside, which should yeah. be obviously she shouldn't have been on the show to begin with. And right because early on, before I knew all that about her, like early on, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. she seems cool. She seems like they could be a good fit. And nah, then yeah. obviously my opinion was influenced by all the, the racist stuff, like, hey, you're you're done. Goodbye. Yeah. But at this even without that, like what have you seen from the last few yeah. weeks? Look at her just through the prism of the first couple weeks where you just thought she was a normal girl
1: mm-hmm. or a normal
2: person. She's done nothing to make you think like, oh yeah, this is somewhere. Yeah, she just
1: literally almost died. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. Oh like That's it. She's else. the girl that almost died skydiving.
2: Yeah. And So uh, that's why I'm more on the anxious side, just because having to watch him go through this idea of proposing to someone Mm -hmm. who immediately he's going to break up with. I mean, how can you not?
1: Mm -hmm. I certainly would hope so. For
2: him to have to go through that is just awful. And so I'm, I'm just. Poor guy. Yeah, I'm just anxious more for him than anything else. And for Michelle, because on the flip side, literally everything we've seen from Michelle has been awesome. The one that and got away. Yeah. So listen, I'm still holding out hope, hope upon hope that it's Michelle, mm-hmm. whether it's, um, with the Neil Lane engagement or after the fact, after he dumps Rachel again, mm-hmm. I'm speaking of what I think. I don't, I don't yeah, know what the heck going to happen, but if he picks Rachel and if he then breaks up with her, which I, if he picks her, I hope he does. Um, mm-hmm. uh, then hey, uh, it's happened before where you go back to someone who wasn't the quote unquote yeah, pick.
1: That kind of ties into one of my outside of this, this my bachelor nation story universe story. Um, which I'm just going to bring up now, yeah. instead of in a few minutes at the end. But, um, so there's this theory going around that he's actually with Heather, Heather. Now. Heather as in Heather Heather Um so oh, after no. so after we recorded last last week um obviously that means like bigger stories break
2: every week
1: Um yeah so if you people took screenshots of the like the opening of the women tell all and you can see Heather like okay, yeah, was, I saw
2: a blonde person, so yeah, we're thinking that was Heather. Yes. Yeah,
1: so she and you can see side profiles, like it's her. Like she was in the the chairs with all the women, like ready for the women tell all. So somehow, obviously, we didn't see Heather last week um at the women tell all. So she was completely edited out. So not only is that on the sketchy side, but they, they both posted on Instagram stories that they were in San Clemente, California, not together, but like different stories of them doing different things, but they were both in San Clemente, California when Matt lives in New York. So I don't know. that's weird. It's it's a theory that's out there. I don't know. I mean it would be weird, but it, it wouldn't be as weird as it would used to be because we saw the whole totally. Kelly and Peter thing. Like yeah. Kelly was kind of a nobody um on the season. Like she didn't really have any standout moments. Um and they ended up together somehow. Sure, so, but he
2: he did know her briefly before the show, and they spent some time together on the show. He saw he knew Heather for thirty seconds,
1: but loves Hannah Brown and trusts Fair. everything. I don't know. I'm not saying I believe it, but I thought it was extremely weird uh, that she was completely edited out, unless it just got too mean? either too crazy or too mean with the the girls, and they just had to cut that out because they didn't need any more of the mean girl public pub, publicity. Well, because or, think about it. Or she, nothing the, even happened with her. She was just like, Hey, and I don't really want to talk about anything. So you can just edit me out. But clearly she wasn't
2: even on the stage for the whole time. So she must have decided to leave. So.
1: Right. That- so what, right. So what happened? Because if you, I mean, you can just, you can look it up anywhere. Um, I'll probably post it on the social media, but you can. Her hair is very distinctive, obviously. Yes. But there are side profiles. Like it's, it's her, and she did, she did a funny. Um, there was a funny TikTok about it. Her doing it in her living room, of like the the back of her head and her side profile on the TV screen, and then her doing the same thing. I don't know. That I just so want weird. to know why she was cut out.
2: Yeah. Oh, 1,000%. I think, Hopefully she'll I be think able to them that. being
1: together is a bit of a stretch of the theory. Um, but it, it, it's very, very clear that she was cut out of this, of the women tell all. Huh. So I wonder how that happened.
2: Well, um, this is going to be my A-plus segue. Speaking of getting cut out, <laughs> um, the morning after with Rachel was cut out. Yes. And I don't know if that's just, I mean, nothing to read into, something to read into. Um, but for some reason, we did not see that long goodbye the next morning. It went right to people preparing for the rose ceremony.
1: Yeah, or the walk back into the <laughs> the, hor- the horrible, awkward uh, walking and back I, to the other girls.
2: If they had Rachel walk back in with the other two, it would be fascinating to see after, like, How oh my god, this is the end? worst ever, if she like comes strutting in and be like, hey guys, best for last.
1: Yo, what's yeah. up? Bow, bow, bow. We, did, we did pottery, we <laughs> had a great
2: time. Oh my god, it would basically, like, Ghost. Which you
1: probably would have.
2: Ghost is this movie that you might have seen on cable one time. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so she goes into the Rachel that is goes into the rose ceremony telling Chris how, um, you know, this is the most confident she's ever been. And it's just different with me than is with the other people. And God, it might be. Um, yeah. uh, ugh. and <laughs> Bree says she felt better than last week. Well, um, yeah. whoops because mm-hmm. um Michelle first, Rachel second. Well, Bree you were third again. Yeah. This time there're only two roses. So, um, um she managed to hold it together. Um I thought she was going to really lay into him and uh not pull a Victoria cuz she's obviously 1000 <laughs> times the person that Victoria is. Yeah. Um but um I don't know, I like credit to her Mm -hmm. but I thought it really looked like she was like ready to go ready to go and like was just gonna why didn't you tell me this and no she just said it's just upset setting that I'm thinking about how I'm never
1: gonna see you after this and um, maybe she kind of knew like I feel like I feel like after a fantasy sweet date like if you like that's a long time of talking or not talking or like I feel like I don't know. I feel like you would know. And maybe she just knew like really deep down that it just wasn't going to happen.
2: Yeah. Or she was just
1: completely blindsided that she, she didn't have time to process any (laughs) things. Like you hit Rachel over me. Good luck with that. Let's see how that ends up. Uh, What? Okay. I thought I
2: knew you as someone that made good decisions, make better (laughs) life decisions. I mean um, that
1: would have been a good response but
2: it would have been a good response um and then we finally we thought it might have been this week next week because it's the last episode we don't have any choice we finally get the are you okay no i'm not do you want to do this anymore i don't know he gets up and walks away from chris harrison much like when you like put it the like the that has.
1: it doesn't yeah. seem very exciting
2: but we finally find out why it is um I- i'm Going to assume it has something to do with Michelle, since again I'm assuming that he picks Rachel. Um so whether it's a Peter situation where
1: or she Rachel a- and he's just she's just he's just so upset over it and uh, runs a, after her.
2: What an even worse way to end the season if he
1: not happily ever after.
2: Well, listen, I we all I think we know no matter what happens, is not gonna be happily ever after with anyone that uh is on this show currently. Um, um, again unless it's Michelle um, and not even just as an engagement but like after the fact but it could I'm still fingers crossed that one can hope that he is engaged to Michelle and we don't have to worry about doing a campaign to make her the bachelorette Like, she can't be the bachelorette because she's engaged to be married and moving to New York or he's moving to Minnesota and they're all happy as clams and Uh great all's well
1: we can cross Pro- our fingers. We
2: can cross our fingers, <laughs> but probably not what's going to happen. And uh, it is the shocking season finale of The Bachelor. So at this point, I don't know what could totally be shocking. Maybe not proposing think, to anyone.
1: Yeah, or the shocking is the after part.
2: <laughs> right. But at this point, would that be shocking? It was shocking when we heard about it, um, even though I guess it happens almost every season where they miss one or two of these types of yeah. people. But um, I don't know if it th- at this point it's shocking because I think everybody sort of knows. Yeah. Like, if you're tuning into The Bachelor and just finding out after the final rose, like, what? She's a racist?
1: We did. You're just finding what? out
2: now? <laughs> I mean, come on. He did what? Like, I don't look for any of this stuff. And I-
1: yeah. Yeah. It no, I mean, this like,
2: was, This was pretty...
1: This was everywhere. Like, like breaking news story-ish. Yeah, because
2: people try, like I said, people try to send us stuff a lot, and because I try to avoid spoilers, I usually don't read any of that, and I don't go down any rabbit holes with... Rachel, you didn't yeah. need to. It was just everywhere. It was there. It was there. And um, I don't know if you saw the clip after the, the credits, uh, but Matt decided he was going to make s'mores, but oh. he was going to he was going to wrap it in tinfoil and then basically like just drop the tinfoil over the fire. Yeah. It, it did not go well. So PSA. Well, that's not like how
1: it. you make a s'more, mat. So. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, apparently in the South, they don't teach you how to make s'mores properly. Come to yeah. the Northeast. We'll show you how to make a proper s'more.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Um, so next week, finally, is finally the finale. Yeah. And I believe we get full three hours, if I'm not mistaken, two hours of, of finale and one hour of after the final rows.
1: Yes, I think that is that is accurate.
2: The shocking season finale of The Matchler.
1: Uh, it feels like it like I can't believe it's already at the end. But at the same time, like Victoria seems like forever ago. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. really sure how I feel about it being the end. Yeah, I mean, I think it sums up
2: most everything over the last year, and we're almost like a year to the day of Mm -hmm. when everything just went... Um, And literally everything feels both like the longest thing ever and like a week ago. So Mm -hmm. why should this be any different? Yeah, accurate. Uh, But before we get um, to getting ready for the big finale... Uh, was there anything else other than the conspiracy theory about Heather? Um, Heather, is there anything else going? Can't on really there?
1: top that, but um, just just a couple of things this week actually. Um, Chris Harrison did a GMA interview. Not sure well, if you saw you it. Want to
2: call it that?
1: Yeah. Um, so going, I mean, going off of your comment, it was wasn't really too much of an interview. Um, but that was his, you know, breaking the silence. Mm-hmm. I guess, um, very, as Michael Strahan said, very surface mm-hmm. responses. Um, he did say that he wasn't planning on going anywhere, and that he was he would still um, would still be part of the franchise. I don't know if that means as the host or something else. He did say that he was going to work with. Um, work with people to be more educated about things. And um, which was, I guess a good touch to his interview, but like, like they said, like people said, and I think Michael Strand said, but until we see, see him actually doing some of these things that he's talking about, then it really doesn't, it's really just talking.
2: Um, Yeah. I do think it's, it's good. And and I mentioned this earlier. I think it's good advice for almost all of us. To, yeah. to do 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 a little bit of learning. It just, you're a hundred percent right. It, it just yes. sounds empty when it, it's coming from very, what sounded like prepared, like a prepared statement more than just like a conversation or an interview where you're apologizing.
1: Yeah. It's
2: just like, eh. um,
1: and then um off of that, Rachel Lindsay has activated her Instagram again. Um, Saying good vibes only, so hopefully, yeah,
2: which means she will not be reading her notifications. Yeah, people so, are the worst.
1: Hopefully, um, people won't go after and attack. Which her I still and... can't wrap
2: my head around. She has done nothing wrong. Forget so about ever, but especially just... in this situation, I, I just there's a lot of this that's been going on this season that I can't wrap my head around for different reasons. Yeah, um, but this just. I, what the hell has she done that get people so angry? I don't understand a bit of it.
1: Yeah. No, I, I don't understand either. So leave her um, alone. But hopefully we will continue to see her on Instagram and she yes. won't be going away. She is our queen. You will leave her alone. Yes. And there are actually are. She was approached to becoming the host of the Bachelorette.
2: Listen, if she's the host, they don't air that interview with they don't even have cameras for that interview with matt's father
1: yeah i think that would be a good choice because bachelor nation knows her not that someone outside would be bad part of the point of the bachelor and bachelorette is you go from you take people from past seasons and you just have that following so i think she would she would be a good choice if Mm -hmm. if we needed a new host
2: so we shall see more rachel the better this rachel Lindsay.
1: Yes, Rachel Lindsay.
2: Not the other one. That's a five, please. (laughs) Are you ready for the finale? The shocking season finale. Are you ready? I am. I'm ready for it. To see how it all plays out. Awesome. Well, once again, happy birthday, Katie. Thank you. Everybody Make sure to wish her a happy birthday uh, at Bachelor (laughs) Podcast on all socials. Like I said, 21 forever. Have yourself a couple uh, adult beverages. Say hello to the twins. For all of us, thank you for joining us as always. Thank you.
0: And we will see you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?